Okay, so I'm, hi, hello. This is my first one. This is my first, first, first freaking realish podcast. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Vaughn. So um, I just realized that you can't check things on your phone while you're using your phone to record. So yay. Um, but I didn't really know what to talk about. I had um, a podcast that I was going to actually add live yesterday. I don't know how to say it. I was going to put it up out there. Um, but I was going to add it, but I actually didn't because something happened. And that's what I, I do have something to talk about. So I do have something to talk about. I'll get to it in a second. Um, the name of this podcast is for now, technology drive. It'll probably be changed to something really, really, I don't know, better, but technology drive is a street name of one of my favorite street names in, um, I can't remember the city it's in, but it's, I saw this street name and I just thought it was awesome. I don't know why technology drive. It just sounded really cool to me. So, um, it's also what I want to call my first book. Um, once I actually let someone read it and get it published and get it out there, which I'm in the works of doing, Mm. but, um, probably going to hear me getting text messages too. This is just not the wave, but it, it, it'll, it'll do right now because this is what I have to do. I'm Vaughn. I'm smoking currently. Um, drinking a couple beers currently. Um, being stared at by my cats. I have the place to myself. So, um, this is a rarity that's becoming a norm and I'm kind of okay with that. Um, because it rarely, rarely happens or happened, but, um, I actually kind of like it. I, I thought about making the first episode, which it was, it was like an introduction slash why I hate Thanksgiving, um, podcast. And it was, I thought it was pretty good. You know, I gave you guys an insight as to who I was, why I'm doing this, what I'm, looking for from this um and umpteen reasons why I think Thanksgiving is just a very shitty holiday but um but I also I don't know I didn't want to have like a hi my name is Vaughn 35 I like pasta and I like blah blah like I thought it was just a little too like uniform so And talking to my really, really good friend who has a really, really good podcast that he's been going at for a couple of years. And I kind of asked him, like, you know, what makes a good podcast? And he's like, you just have to. He's like, you can talk about, you can pick a color out of a 64, a 64 box, like Crayola set. And you can pick one color, a podcast to talk about, but you have to make it interesting. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'll make it as interesting as I can. Um, I think that mainly this podcast will cover everything, things I like, things I don't like. I love feedback. Um, I'm mainly doing this because it was suggested to get myself more into 
public speaking and I know that sounds crazy because I'm not actually in front of you guys but I also have this weird thing about sharing recordings of my voice hearing my own voice hearing myself speak it, it was always kind of weird to me so wanting to get into storytelling you kind of have to get used to the sound of your own voice to the point where you kind of just drown it out and the end so I'm doing this here so as always I'll probably say at the top and bottom of every one of these please critique this Tell me if it's shitty. Tell me if it's great. Tell me what I can improve on. Tell me what you want to hear me talk about. Hear my opinion on. And because I always want to hear you guys' opinion on anything that I talk about, even myself. So, um, but yeah, um, today's first premiere episode is um, going to be about what happened to me the last 24 hours. It's 10 p.m. Saturday, shit, what date is it? Like November 30th? Yeah, Saturday, November 30th, 10 p.m. And um, I'm going to take you on a journey on what happened about this time yesterday, Friday, November 29th. Um, I got out of work at 8.30. If you guys don't know what I do, I am a receptionist slash reservationist slash sometimes office manager slash random person um, for a restaurant. And um, I'm going to sound kind of vague, I think, because I think at the end of the day, I'm a really vague person. And that's something that I also want to work on through this. Um, but for now, just take what I do. Um, so that's what I do. And um, I absolutely love it. I didn't think I would enjoy the restaurant industry. I didn't think it was something that... I would be in seeing as there's always a stigma of, oh, you work at a restaurant, you must be mad poor. You work at a restaurant, you must have no education, you know. And this isn't knocking restaurant workers at all, but this is always something that I thought was actual, factual shit. Um, which is funny because my best friend works in a restaurant and she's seriously one of the best servers I ever known. Like, get to Houston. Can't remember where she works, but I love you, Jasmine. But get to Houston. Um, I mean, she's like one of Zagat's like top servers, and I know she would do amazing at the restaurant I'm currently in um, because she just she has that she has this people person quality like. I've never met someone that met her and didn't like her. You know, she's like, she's open to a fault and friendly and just a wonderful person. But I'll get into all of these people down the line. But Jasmine, an amazing person. Um, but I remember um, taking this job because it was just a job. You know, it was hard to get a job out here. And I was like, I can do this, you know, because to me it was like, I, I thought I'd be sitting in an office, you know, but I'm actually really in the thick of stuff and I absolutely love it. You know, there's, I finally realized, you know, loving what you do versus, you know, making money or, or being like, I'm a blah, 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 blah. I'm 
depressed every day about it, but I have this title, I have this car, I have this house, I have this and that. And I remember thinking back in the day, like this is what I had to do to be happy, was I had to work a job that I didn't <clears throat> really care about. And I wanna apologize first and foremost for my voice. It's probably gonna sound a lot different on the next um, podcast coming up, but um, I think I'm experiencing like a one month cold. Um, also, I'm a smoker, but I think it has a lot to do with the cold. But anyway, that's that's my job. That's what I do. So I'm at work, um, drank about two and a half cups of coffee. Now, if you drink coffee made by restaurant employees, that shit is rough. Like, it is hardcore, bitter. I love black coffee. I only drink straight black coffee. Every now and then though, I want you to mix it up and maybe give me like a London Fog, which it really isn't coffee, but it's good and milky. Um, but like, I usually don't like to add any cream, any sugar, any sweet syrups, like none of that. Um, straight black. And I can usually handle it, but this stuff, I drink like two sips of it and it's like, I feel like I can fucking do anybody's job at that restaurant. Like, fuck you guys, I can do anything. So I um, had a couple cups of coffee early yesterday morning um, and I had a Coca-Cola, which is a lot of caffeine, but I had like one of those little baby Cokes, you know? Um, so did that. And then I get picked up and I'm like, man, I really want some Mexican food. So there's this place I really wanted to go to called Dos Amigos and then they fucking closed, which is really messed up because they were really good. But I went, went there, it didn't work. And that, so I went to this other place that I've heard great reviews for. So me and my friend went there and we're eating and like halfway into it, I got two carne asada tacos and like a half order of these nachos and like this giant fucking margarita. Like it was as big as my head and I have a really big head. So like I get this large thing and like I take a few sips and I'm like, oh wow, this is really good. And then my food comes and I was like, beautiful. And then I eat my first taco and like half of my half order of nachos. And then I feel this feeling in my stomach where it feels like my skin is stretching at the seams. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, I've never been this full off of a taco. And that, and like 10 chips, you know, and the nachos weren't like these fully loaded things. It just had like guacamole, cheese, beans, and sour cream. So um, I'm sitting here and I'm like, ah, oh, this, is, this is weird. My friend, he's like, you know, are you all right? And I'm like, I think I'm full. And he's like, bullshit. And I'm like, you're telling me. So I dig into my second taco and I take a bite and I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this. Then the feeling comes up to my chest and I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, that's super weird. That's super, super weird. I'm going to take a drink of my beer. I'm so sorry. That was like the loudest drink ever. That was probably really gross. I should probably flag that part and edit it. But, um, but so I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow, like I'm starting to feel this this like extreme tightness in my chest and I can't really explain it. Um, so I stop eating. I have like half of this like giant margarita left and I'm like, I think I, I think, I think we need to go home. And so I'm like, okay, 
gonna go home. Gotta go home. I get in the car and my my heart, I can hear it beating. Like I can hear my heart beating and I'm sitting there and it's like, it's like not rhythmic, but it's like, it's like someone was like in there like playing that shit like a fucking bongo. Like it was crazy. And so I'm sitting in the passenger seat and I'm like, I really think I need to go to the hospital. And he's like, no, you don't need to go to the hospital. And he pulls over and I'm like, um, I can't breathe. I'm sweating. Um, I think I need to go to the hospital. And he's like, I think you're just kind of a little bit excited. You know, something got you a little bit excited. And I'm like, uh, no, uh, I'm dying. So I don't think a lot of people, I didn't know if I should share this or not, but I was giving a medical marijuana card um, because of chronic pain due to endometriosis and um, something for like my anxiety, which isn't that bad. Like it's not that bad, I didn't think, to the point where I needed medical assistance for it. But little bit before that, like earlier in the day, like before I even went to work, which is like nine, like eight, nine o'clock, I took um, a teeny tiny bit of tincture. So, um, but I think at this point it would have worn off. But either way, so I'm sitting there and my heart is just like, I put my hand on my chest and like through my titty, I'm feeling this like booming, 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 like heartbeat. And it's at this point, it's hit like this rhythm and it's just going like it's like beating like crazy. And then so the more we're sitting there, the more I'm like, I'm going to die, you know. And so I'm, I'm like, I, I need to go. I need to go right now. I need to get the fuck up out of this car and I need to go to a hospital. And he seems irritated by that, which I'm kind of like, OK, like, that's cool. Like, be mad, but like be mad driving to a hospital. And like, so we're. Finally, he's like, in the slowest fashion ever, mapping up a hospital. Um, and I'm like, all right, I'm probably gonna die tonight. And I'm listening, you know, every now and then I'm like listening to my heart and putting my hand on my chest. And now it's going, it's like doing like two beats every like 0.000002 seconds. Like it was crazy. And um, I'm starting to feel kind of damp and like clammy and then my neck starts to hurt a little bit like my neck on my left side starts to hurt so I'm like hospital pronto and so he finally finds this hospital at six minutes away and I'm trying to keep calm I'm trying so hard to keep calm I'm squeezing my fingernail my index fingernail and I have um powder dip nails I'm totally going to get them done tomorrow um but I was squeezing my nail and I popped it like I was squeezing my nail so hard I just completely broke it um and so I'm like trying to stay calm I'm like what? so what was your favorite year of high school you know and like just asking these really dumb questions and throughout my my thought process throughout this whole thing was I don't want to die saying something stupid um I don't want to die listening to a really shitty song so I turned off the radio and I was thinking to myself, if I see or start even thinking about my sister or my dad, who both recently died, um, I'm going to die, you know, 
because um, I remember like when my dad was dying, he was talking about like seeing his mom and stuff who had passed on at this point, almost 30 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah, about 20 years ago. Um, so I was like, man, if I see any of them, I'm going to be like, I'm just going to ignore the fuck out of them. Like, I, I can't see you at all. Um, so it was a six minute drive to this hospital. Never heard of it. Um, and it was, um, I don't know, the worst hospital I've ever been in. So I walk in through the ER area. Like we finally get to the hospital, right? I'm looking at his ways and I'm like, has it really only been two minutes? It, it felt like it took us hours to get there. The whole time I'm like, should I call my mom? You know, should I, <sighs> whatever. So it takes us a while, a while to get there, <laughs> but six minutes, but we get there, walk through the ER exit. There's a little like Asian girl sitting there and she looks real young. And I know Asian people look young, but she looked like really, really young. And I don't know, then my heart rate was like, well, fuck, let's go up. There's no other way to go. So my heart rate goes up. And so she's like, you know, hey, what's going on? Just like kind of like, hey, you're in an ER. I don't really care. And I'm like, I, I, I think I'm having a heart attack. I can't. I can't function right now. So she takes my, um, what's it called? Like blood pressure and stuff like that and checks my heart rate. And it's at like one... I can't remember if it was like 117 or something like that. But like, she's like, your heart is beating incredibly fast. And I'm like, no fucking shit. <laughs> um, what are we going to do, lady? Like, come on, help me out. You got scrubs on. You must know what to do. So then she calls this doctor, this foreign dude. And I go in this little room with this like guy who's like, oh, wait, first I go in the room with her and she like, takes like x-rays of my heart I had like take my shirt off and like I'm like sitting in this chair and she's like can you like you know lift your breasts for me and I was like okay and um she puts like these little sticky things all around like my heart area and like takes this pic takes this like uh fuck I forgot what it's called but um I'm looking at it and I'm like wow it's up there like it is up there and so um this doctor comes in and he's like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, awesome. Um, so what's, what's about to happen? And he's, he's typing with his two index fingers. And he's hitting like a fucking letter every like 10 seconds. And I'm just like, this is the last thing I'm going to see. Like, this is the last thing I'm going to see. This is bullshit. And there's a guy sitting behind me, like I said, dressed like a janitor. He has like a, like a, mauve collar shirt on with like a blue long sleeve shirt underneath dickies work boots and like a thousand keys on this keychain on his belt and so the doctor asked me like where are you hurting and i'm like uh my chest is incredibly tight i i'm too scared to take a really hard breath in because it hurts my heart my hurts my heart my neck and jaw hurts and then my arm up to my elbow hurts and then when I'm pointing at all these places, the jan the janitor guy behind me is like, um, hey, yo, she just pointed at her jaw? And the doctor's like, yes, she did. And I'm like, who are you? So then I go bonkers at this point because I'm watching him type slowly. I keep telling him I can't breathe. I'm squirming in my seat. I'm breaking out into a cold sweat. And I tell him, I say, can you hurry this up? 
um, can I can I go somewhere? Can you hook me up with something? Like, can I can I get into a hospital gown? Can I lay on a bed? Can I get my heart rate down? And he's like, just take a couple deep breaths. Just take some deep breaths, and you'll be fine. And I was like, huh, I'm gonna die. I think I'm gonna die. I feel like I'm gonna die. I'm going to die. And he's like, you're not gonna die. And I'm like, okay. So what's about to happen? So I'm flipping out. My friend is out there in the waiting room. And I'm flipping the fuck out because I'm going to die in this shitty fucking hospital. So then he's like, um, we're just going to draw some blood. And then like the janitor guy starts walking toward me and I'm like, no, <laughs> like I don't a don't let the piercings and tattoos fool you. I hate getting my blood drawn. I hate needles. I look at them. I scream. Like I, I look at them. I remember once I was getting my blood drawn and by like this German doctor and I was like, Oh shit. And she was like, I can't do a really good German accent. So I'm not even going to try, but she was like, stop with that shit. And I was like, Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, freaking out done. But like I freak out. So I go, um, I get up and I start walking, um, to, um, like the waiting room because I'm, I'm, I flipped out enough at this point to where he's like, fine, can we just admit this bitch? You know? So he's going to admit me and I'm like, can my friend come with me? And he's like, uh, and I'm like, I'm just going to go get him real quick. So go in the room, you know, change it to my, whatchamacallit, my little gown, lay in bed. And then, um, janitor dude comes at me again. And this time he's carrying like this, bucket of needles and syringes and little vials and I'm like and like you know little alcohol pads and stuff and I'm like what are you doing up in here um and he's like I'm just gonna take your blood and I'm like listen um whew about that do is it necessary you know and first of all they put me into this room and I am not connected to any sort of machines yet to still monitor my heart rate my heart rate is still going a mile times 10 a fucking minute and so I'm like I'm just now I'm just gonna die in this room great and um so he comes in and he's like I'm going to take some blood and I'm like oh god so my friend is like it's cool I got you you know he knows I'm a fucking spaz when it comes to this shit so I finally let him go ahead and I'm like, um, you're not going to find a vein. My veins hide. Like I've always been told this story. It's like, you have these hidden veins. They're annoying. I always have to end up getting blood drawn from my hand or like some other weird ass spot on my body or the finger prick, which is bullshit because when they prick your finger, only so much comes out and they're sitting there squeezing your finger into this little vial and that hurts like hell. But he gets ready to do it. He does the like the tourniquet and stuff and he's like damn you know he's like you know doing that little that little wiggle feel that they do and he's like I'm not finding anything I'm not finding any sort of angel like well I told you I'm like so you should probably just do my hands this guy goes "Ooh, no I can't do hands they make me nervous and I was like oh great this is perfect so I'm sitting there and he's still trying so he does a double tourniquet and I was like cool then he's like oh I found this vein and I'm looking I'm like what are you saying because I don't see anything I don't see a vein I don't see anything there's not you made this up you're just gonna poke me and then I'm gonna die and 
he's like, I found this little vein. So he's trying to find this vein with this needle. And he puts the needle in and he's just moving it around, just wiggling the fuck out of this needle. And I'm freaking out. And then he goes, and I'm going to stop because you are making me nervous. And he fucking stops. He just stops. He's like, I'm not, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna put myself through this. I'm not putting you through this. So I'm done. So sorry, I'm looking for a straw right now. This is like the most non put together piece of shit podcast. I'm sorry, but I thank you for listening. Um, so he's like trying to find this needle that I'm sure, or this vein that I'm sure does not fucking exist that he just made up. And he stops because I made him nervous. And then he goes to get somebody else, like an actual doctor. And the actual doctor comes in and he's like, oh, yeah, we can find a vein up in here. And I'm like, or you can just go to my, go through my hand. And he's like, nope. And um, he finds a vein, um, puts it in, and it stung like hell. And I'm trying my best not to cry because, you know, you kind of want to be a G, but... I think they know that I'm not at this point. So getting it done, got my, my five vials of blood drawn. And then I'm just sitting there with this like needle in my arm. He's like, we're going to leave this in your arm. And I'm like, okay. And then they kind of walk off for a while. And I'm like, interesting. Still not hooked up to a machine yet to monitor my heart rate. So I'm going to take another drink. Hopefully it's not too loud. perfection so then I'm hooked up to this thing and um or I'm not hooked up to anything yet hold on I jumped ahead of myself see this is why you need to know what you're going to talk about but um I'm kind of laying there and I got this needle on my arm and it hurts it's already I mean like right now my like arm is super super bruised um and hurts like hell but it's, it's whatever and um, I'm kind of laying there and I'm like, what is going to happen? Still feeling my heart. It's still going insane. And so the doctor comes back and this is probably like an hour and a half later. Um, oh, no, wait, I missed my favorite part. So this guy comes in. First of all, the, the, janitor, the janitor guy says to me while he's fishing for a vein, he's like, they, did they tell you I'm a student? And I just go, no. And he's like, okay, because I am. And I was like, awesome. Um, so then this um, other guy comes in and he starts asking me about all of my symptoms. And I'm telling him, I'm like, I've told everybody this. Like, I've told um, everybody at this point. I've told like four people what my symptoms are. And um, now I have to tell this guy who looks... Once again, very, very young. So I, I think in my head, I'm starting to realize that this is just like a student-run hospital with like doctors to make sure that like they're there when they need them. You know, it's like kind of weird. Um, he's like, uh, hi, I'm going to uh, uh, ask you about uh, some, some symptoms and some medical history. And um, yeah, so then he pulls out like, a three-part college-ruled notebook that he's obviously worked in before. And he's like, so uh, what's, um, 
what's going on? And I'm like, oh God. And so I'm telling him all these things, all my symptoms, my medical history, medications I'm allergic to, uh, which is penicillin by the way. And then just doing my thing, right? And he's like, okay, I'm gonna like check your legs. You know, is there numbness, numbness in your legs? I'm like, no. And he's like, how's your belly? And I'm like, kind of hurts. Um, and then he's like, I'm just gonna look inside your mouth. This guy pulls out his iPhone 10, turns on the flash and looks in my mouth. And I'm like, definitely gonna die. De I'm definitely gonna die here. At this point I was like, ah oh, man, I hate to put my mom through this. Hate to do it, hate to fucking do it. But this is what's gonna happen. So he does his little thing. He's asking me questions for about 30 minutes. I'm starting to get really restless. Um, still thinking death is imminent and he's he leaves and then on the other side um, they bring in they bring in this Hispanic woman um, older suffering from dementia I think she fell and hit her head they they said she fell and hit her head but she's not admitting to falling and hitting her head so um, she's doesn't speak any English no one at the fucking hospital seems to speak any fluent Spanish, which is like really odd to me, especially here in Chicago, you're like, okay, one of you motherfuckers need to know Spanish. You know, I even know enough to get me by, you know? And I hear the doctor, this white dude, he goes, can I like give her something to sedate her? Or is that just like morally kind of fucked up? And I'm like, what is this? What is this place? What, how is this oper how is this operating like I, I just want to know how this is working right now um, so there's like four people speaking all the Spanish that they know and like she'll say something and then someone will go oh milk that means milk and then she'll say something else and they're like I think that means grandson was she getting her grandson some milk and then the other person's like no it couldn't be because she she's from an assisted living home and then they're like Maybe she's crazy and she thought she was getting her grandson some milk. And then someone's like, oh, shoes. She's talking about shoes, not milk, guys. You know, and I'm just like, oh, my God. And then finally, doctor comes in and he's like, I'm going to hook you up to this. Um, I think it's an EKG, EKG machine. And I was like, thank you. You know, so I get hooked up to the machine and my heart rate starting um, the machine was still about like 107, 111. And um, so I'm kind of laying there and this lady comes in to talk about insurance. And I'm like, well, yeah, I have it, but I don't have my card. And she's like, ooh, well, you're going to start getting some bills. And I'm like, is this how you guys talk to people? Like, this is really weird. And I'm like, that's fine. I mean, I have insurance, Blue Cross Blue Shield. I got it covered. Don't worry. And um, so she talks about that for a while. And then she's like you pregnant and I'm like nope and um that was about the end of her that was the end of her being there and so she uh, leaves and then I'm hooked up to the machine and my friend's like dude like your heart rate is finally starting to subside like it was like you know 107 and then like I close my eyes for a little bit and he's like it'll go down it'll go down it'll go down he's like and then like the Hispanic lady next to me will kind of start freaking out. He's like, then it'll go up, it'll go up, it'll go up, it'll go up. So um, 
I was there for a very, very, very long time. Like so long that I got no sleep before I had to go to work. Um, so I went into work for a few hours today and then my coworker, bless his beautiful heart, um, covered the rest of my shift, but I was there for a while. Um, my heart rate finally got down to about 75 before I finally got discharged. But, um, it was a really weird experience. I thought I was having a heart attack, but they classified it as my very first anxiety attack. Um, they asked me kind of what I was going through in life, um, if I have a history of high anxiety. I have a history of elevated anxiety, but I never really classified it as high. Um, I've never had an anxiety slash panic attack before. I've never felt anything like it. Um, I am going through a lot right now. Um, I mean, family, friends, like, like I mentioned earlier, I lost my, my dad and my sister seven months apart. I um, am gearing up to move for work, um, which I have to find an apartment. Um, yeah, so uh, there's that. There's a lot of other stressors that have just kind of appeared within the last like month that... Um, I'm trying to control and there's just some things you can't control which is understandable but uh, yeah so I had my first anxiety attack which is interesting because um, I'm kind of dramatic sometimes and I remember having what I thought was an anxiety attack you know being like oh my body's going through so many changes but it was um, just like I was just I think I was just highly annoyed you know I was highly annoyed um with this I was trying so hard to be calm that I think it was actually making matters worse um so they definitely they definitely told me that that was a, a factor like you know the doctor the doctor was like when I was telling you to just kind of like inhale exhale inhale exhale like um He's like, I think that would have helped calm you down. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, I know my body and I know when I can handle something and when I can't. And I don't think I could have handled that given everything that has been occupying my mind on the daily for the last year. Um, I couldn't, I couldn't handle that. I think I needed to be like, I couldn't have come home and handled that. I think I needed to be in what I considered a safe place to kind of get out of it. Um, it was completely frightening. There were times where, like I said, I felt like I was, that that was it. I'm just going to take another drink. I'm so sorry if you guys can hear that, but I'm so thirsty right now. I had like just woken up maybe like two hours ago. Um, but I never, never had that. And so I talked to a coworker about it and she's like, um, yeah, yeah, those are not fun. You know, um, I wish I could have gotten more sleep. I probably would have been a lot, um, 
a lot more okay this morning. I told my sisters about it. I told my mom about it because I felt like my mom needed to know and she was just kind of like, okay, you need to come home, you know. She's been trying to get me to move back home for like the last month, hardcore, and I'm just like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. You know when you just can't do it and at this point it's not even like, okay, let me just do it for someone else. When you're just, you've, you've exhausted every option. That's kind of how I feel about moving back home. Um, I toyed with the idea once when my sister died, um, but I still don't think it was some, it's something I can do. Um, especially with moving for work soon. So, um, yeah, that was the last 24 hours of my life. And it was completely frightening. So have any of you ever had a panic attack? Like, this is a real ass question because I don't know if I was like teetering on, um, what's it called? Uh, a heart attack. Well, like what he did was he drew, he drew like the first few vials of blood and then he said he put it through. Now this is all after, like when I was being discharged, I would have loved to have known this while everything was happening. Cause I was like, why am I still here? You know? Um, but he like took some blood and then put it through like this machine and then he waited two hours and then took more blood and did it through the same machine. And I think this is what he said. I can't really remember because I was kind of irritated and I kind of just blanked out for a while, but he had said something along the lines of if the blood had matched and stayed the same, then they would have known it was like some sort of like heart problem versus it just being a really bad anxiety attack. Um, so I guess there's that. I guess it was kind of like an anxiety or a heart attack. It wasn't a heart attack, I don't think. In the moment, it felt like it. Like it was to the point where like I would breathe in and my heart felt like it was just like, oh, you know, like it was like in in great, great, great pain. Um, but I finally got home and cried a lot because, um, I was kind of happy to be alive for one and for two, um, just going through all of that. And for three, just thinking about what kind of bought me here, you know, everything that's kind of happened within the last year, the last like month, two months, especially, um, just kind of feeling like everything is kind of against me, like everything and everyone is just kind of against me, you know? And it's like, it's such a weird, like, it's like I went from like super happy, shiny, fun times and in a, like a snap, I went into like a really, really dark place. And like, um, it's weird. It's really weird because some days I wake up and I'm fine. But then, you know, yesterday was a day that I woke up and I didn't feel fine, but I pressed through it. You know, like there was an incident yesterday that I think 
kind of heightened uh, my anxiety that I won't really get into right now, but it was like text argument issues, incidents that I think kind of raised everything that kind of made it really hard for me to not feel sad, you know? And I think at that point it had become overwhelming. Like it was like an overwhelming feel of sadness that I think maybe got me to this point. And it wasn't just that, but I think that coupled with the grief that I'm going through um, and just kind of like confusion that I'm going through, like it all just kind of like manifested into this giant anxiety attack. Um, but yeah, if any of you guys have ever had anxiety attacks, like what do you think led up to it? What was the treatment? Have you had any after? Like, I'm really interested in them now, of course, because that's just kind of how we work, you know? But I've, I kind of want to know like what other people's experiences are like with anxiety attack, attacks or with anxiety period, just kind of, um, you know, what the fuck? Like what happens? What brings them on is, I don't even know. I haven't even looked and I'm sure there's a lot of medications for anxiety, um, but I've never really looked at what um, some of the medications are. Um, I don't think I'll get anything for them because I think this was just too much all at once. And um, I think it was just a moment of like weakness for me not I don't know how to really word it not really a moment of weakness but more of like a moment of all right I'm my mind my mind I think was spent I think um yeah I think my mind just was kind of like all right I'm gonna take a break I'm stressed you were crying all day Thanksgiving you know and now you want to sit here and have all this caffeine and fucking have like text arguments and like all this kind of stuff it was like yo I'm, I'm gonna take a break I'm gonna take a nap you know you got this but I'm gonna take a nap so that's kind of um how it felt but this is I don't know it's I, it felt kind of good to talk about it I guess um I once they told me what it was I don't know how I must have looked but he like put his hand on my knee and was like a lot of people go through this. Like, don't feel like you're the only person that's... I'm like, I know I'm not the only person that's dealing with this, but, like, no one wants to have enough going on negative. Like, no one wants to have enough, that much negativity in their life to where they're like, fuck. I'm gonna have an attack now, you know? Like, no one really wants to uh, come to that realization that their life could be kind of going that bad. And I don't know, you know, if it's just that or if you're just, you know, you have a great life, but you're just busy all the time and then that can bring it on too, I guess. I don't know. But, um, yeah, that was my last 24 hours. Not that exciting, kind of sad, but I guess it definitely made for a good first podcast maybe. Um, so, yeah, so tonight... I decided to chill. Um, I was supposed to supposed to go out with some friends and go dancing, but I think I'm I did a good thing and um, 
decided not to do that. Um, turned on some some Netflix and took a really, really good nap. Woke up to like panicked calls from my mom. She's like calling my friends and they're like, dude, your mom called me. And I'm like, what? Why? You know, and she's like, I just didn't hear from you. And I'm like, oh, well, I, you know, I told you I was going to take a nap because that's what they, they're like, drink a lot of water, uh, get some rest. You know, they're like, you need to rest. You do not rest. So, um, I definitely made up for that today, I think, especially waking up at like eight o'clock at night on a Saturday, you know, when everyone else is out enjoying themselves. I'm like taking a nap. But yeah, so I guess this should be the first one kind of short. Um, I'll definitely have some, I definitely have ideas of what I want to talk about, but I'll kind of make them, them more structured so I can, um, not say um so much, I guess, but definitely leave your feedback. I know the first ones are never the best unless you're just made for this, but, um, still welcome any positive, negative, neutral feedback. Um, but also, yeah, if you're going to leave feedback and you had an anxiety attack, let me know too. Um, would love to hear other people's ideas. Um, would also love to hear whatever you would like for me to cover. Um, what about me that you want to know? Um, I definitely will with the next few podcasts, um, reveal a lot more of myself, um, reluctantly at first, but, um, I definitely want to get myself out there. Um, talk about what I love to do what I want to do, goals, bucket lists, um, background, who I am, just so you guys get a better idea of kind of what's been going on and what I want to go on and where I've been, where I want to go, all that type of stuff. So thanks for listening. Um, and I hope to talk to you again.